Welcome uh, to Be On The Wait With Henny and Sandy, episode 136, coming from Roselawn Avenue. <laughs> yes. Thanks for broadcasting my address. <laughs> I, I didn't, I left out the, like the number. You did, you did. You live in a condo building that has like, you, no one can just randomly. That is in. true. That is true. So. But, but not only, <laughs> not only are we recording from my place, but we're also recording from the second bedroom that's up in the loft yeah. so that we can have this whole little setup where the ceiling is nice and low. So yeah. we don't have any echo. And so we won't have any sound yeah. issues. And with, with a real, real classy a, new microphone that's like, I think. Think, I'm not sure if it's maybe as we speak that it changes color or if it's just on a setting that it randomly changes I color. I think it's, it's very just, pretty. I think it's just randomly changing color. Like yeah. I think I think the the light is supposed to make it look extra professional, like disco-ish, because I feel kind of seventy-ish yeah. right now. Today is a super super exciting day because it is the first time ever in Beyond the Weight history that we have a guest on the show. Super exciting. My very best friend in the whole wide world is on the podcast with us today and he's joining us from Spain. And welcome to Tim. I can't even believe I'm here, ladies. I've been living and listening in podcast land for a long time and I'm finally here. <laughs> no seriously ladies i've for a long time i've been thinking you needed a guest and so it's yeah. such an honor to be the yeah. first I, I don't know why we never thought of doing this you know before but have i said it to you before Henny, that you needed a guest yes probably but she didn't pick up on the hint next time you need to leave me a hundred <laughs> voice notes about well i was really surprised just we were chatting one day and you said by the way we need to bring you on and i was actually surprised because i thought maybe you wanted to keep it no. In the family. <laughs> I mean, no. 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 Not at all. <laughs> um, so why don't why don't you tell the story of how we met? I feel <laughs> because, like because this is this is where we're headed with this. So okay. one of the reasons that we really wanted to have Tim on the podcast partly is because he is a WWW member as well. And so we thought it would be kind of interesting to hear someone else's perspective, especially with the program change, you know, to see like now here's my experience, here's Sandy's experience, and here's someone else's experience who is also, you know, living the new personal points program. So we thought that would be really cool. But we also have all recently listened to a podcast episode about friends and friendships and how many friends people actually need. Yes. And Sandy listened to this podcast and the podcast is called Am I Normal with Mona Chalabi. Yeah. I think <laughs> how we say her name. I'm not sure. <laughs> Um, but, and so she sent me the podcast to be like, oh my goodness, listen to this. And as soon as I saw the title and the title was how many friends do I need? I said to her, you have to send this to Tim because Tim often says Comments. to me that he feels that he doesn't have enough friends. Right. And so I thought, well, this is a perfect thing for all of us to talk about. But before we talk about that podcast, why don't you, you know, give the listeners a little rundown of how we became friends? Now with the pressure, I feel like I'm going to do a poor job. I feel like, well, we were, the first time we saw each other was at the clubhouse, right? Yes, yes, yes. You were having a bit of trouble. Right. So we were in Orlando. 
because we were both going to Disney World to work there. And it just so happened that we were both starting our time there at the same time. And we were living in the same apartment complex. And so when Tim says, yeah, Chatham Square. And so when Tim says I was at the clubhouse, like I was at sort of like the front desk of the apartment complex. You were having problems with your parking decal or (laughs) decal. And well, I mean, you'll have to say how you felt, but I, I just remember you having some problems and me saying to you, people are obnoxious. And I think we bonded on that. (laughs) People being obnoxious. I know because I was there at the front desk arguing with the people who worked there because I had driven my car to Orlando. And so I needed a decal. I needed a sticker on the car so that I could park my car in the apartment complex. But because the car didn't have Florida license plates, they weren't going to give it to me. And so I was arguing with them. And then they ended up giving it to me like temporarily. And then as I was walking out, Tim was there and had overheard the whole conversation. And then I'd never seen him or met him before, but he had overheard the whole conversation and then made like, you know, like exactly like a comment to me, like, oh my goodness, like people are so obnoxious. Like that was ridiculous. Like, why won't they just give you the sticker, you know? But you know what? I think that that event, I didn't connect with the later event. Oh, on the bus. Okay. Okay. So, so again, well, you know how this is with, with memory. And we've talked about this before that every time you pull up the memory, you pollute it. So I'm sure at this point, yeah. it's just a urban legend, but I don't think I remember that. I don't remember seeing you at the clubhouse. I mean, I'm sure it's true because it sounds yeah. like me, but yeah. I, what I remember, <laughs> what I remember, I remember was, distinctly. <laughs> yeah. So what I remember was we were on the bus and I was late and I don't like being late. And you were super early, like, cause you still had to estimate how long it was gonna take to get there. I had no idea, it was the first time I was there. So we were on the bus and I said to you, well, I asked you what time it was. I don't know why. I didn't have a timepiece, <laughs> no phone, <laughs> no watch. I don't, I don't know. Desperate for friends, I think I was, I don't know. I think that is true. I think I think it was an attempt to make a connection with someone. But it's weird because now it's not happening. (laughs) I don't. Anyway, we can talk about that later. Yeah. So so I asked you what time it was. And I remember because I like these kinds of things. I know it's ridiculous. And I don't. Do you remember what I found interesting about what you said to me? I do, because you asked me what time it was. And I said it was quarter two. Two. But it's not quarter two. It's quarter till. But of course, now living in Spain, it sounds ridiculous to say, but at the time it was the normal thing for me to say anyway. So I thought, "Hmm, what's this woman saying quarter two for? Where is she from? (laughs) By the way, what is Zed? Is that a a word? (laughs) So the one thing that we haven't said, we we know that Tim lives in Spain, but you may now realize that he's American. Right. (laughs) Right. Well, and, and a hick at that. (laughs) <laughs> because yeah. i don't know is is quarter till something i don't even know it's truly i had never heard the expression quarter till no, until i, I met you like i thought no. that was so strange but i will also say like i will also fully admit that 
and maybe it's a maybe it's an age and a generation thing too because if i said to my students quarter two they don't know what i'm talking about oh. but like they also can't tell time on an analog clock right <laughs> yeah. so truly yeah because it's on an analog clock that whole thing is analog so yeah. and in fact now and it's weird that i i don't think i would ever say it because i always say 706 715 845 yeah. i never say quarter till or two i only teach it when i teach english right but no one says that anymore i think really yeah yeah so so yeah, like it was like we we had this weird like chance encounter mm-hmm. where where tim was really kind where tim was really kind to me and i was like flustered and then we had this other chance encounter on the bus where he was like his interest was piqued because of the way that i said something and then without our knowledge we ended up being placed at the same work location yeah. yeah, we weren't doing traditions together, right? We weren't no, doing this like, course together. You were you were on time. Now, you were early and I was late. Correct. We were in different classes. But then we worked together in the end. Yeah. So, and then I leached on. As, <laughs> I mean, Sandy, we already know. Yeah. We have a connection. We both yeah. connected. Right. It's like, just like push yourself and then she she just gives in it's like oh my god these people she's got this she's got this really unique collection of people mm. she does yeah yeah i'm obsessed with it <laughs> I love different kinds of people. so that was in 2006 oh so generation ago yeah and um and thank goodness for technology because yeah. i mean We've never lived, with the exception of the two and a half months that we worked together in Disney World, we've never lived in the same place. We've never even lived in the same country. No. (laughs) (laughs) So. Same time zone. Maybe for For a little time. Maybe for. I was in Ohio. Yeah, like maybe less than a year we lived in the same time zone. Because I almost, I immediately went to Spain, came back for a very short period of time, but then went back to Spain again. So very briefly again in the same time zone. But back then it was not so easy to talk because with phones and technology, so it didn't even matter that we were in the same time zone. I used to buy calling cards. And then, go and, and then go and sit at the pay phone and use a calling card and we would like chat. Like that's how we used to stay in contact. So it's, it's incredible to think about what we used to do. Yeah. To be able to just stay in contact. But it, yeah. so do you think that it, I mean, now it's super easy to, do you mm-hmm. think that it meant more back then because the extra effort, because it was an effort to have to go and do that, right? Mm-hmm. You had to go somewhere physically buy something. Mm-hmm. Then you had to go to like a pay phone. Could you mm-hmm. do it on a regular phone? You could. Can you have to enter code? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could use a regular phone. The problem was at that time because I was still working in Disney. Ah. I was living in an apartment with yeah. like six other people and there was only one phone. Nice. So I couldn't tie up the phone line. Well, right? And have some privacy. You'd rather just stand on the street somewhere. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what I did. <laughs> I don't know if it was more special to your question. Okay. I think it was more mindful. Okay. Yeah. Don't yeah. you think like I think because now you text all these different people all the time that you don't really like sit down and think about what you're doing. You just send a text message, send another message, send another message. But back then 
Yeah, you only did that with certain people and you were there in the moment because all you had to do was talk on the phone. Yeah, that's actually a great point, actually. It was a purposeful conversation, like a a purposeful, like, um, you know, connection that you were making Mm -hmm. rather than just a couple of seconds, which doesn't mean that those messages that we send when we have a couple of seconds aren't meaningful. No, it's just different. But it's not as mindful, I think, because I think you do it in the two seconds you have and you're just not as present, I think is the the biggest difference. Yeah. Yeah. The other difference I think that happens is when you're in a position where it does take all of these extra steps in order to do something and you go and you're like, and you go through the step, like you jump through those hoops to do it. It's different than when it's so easy because when it's so easy, we often don't. Yes. Because it's so easy. And so it's like, oh, but I could do, like, I could send this voice note at any time. I could just send this text at any time. Yeah. I could just pick up the phone and call at any time. And so then we don't. Yeah. You know, like, I just and, think, yeah, go ahead. No, just, in fact, I was just thinking with you and me, um, <laughs> because voice notes are so convenient, that's what we do. But I don't know why we don't FaceTime more often. Correct. We could. Because There's no reason we, we couldn't. could make that work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's just more inconvenient because you have to carve out time. Or if I call you, you may be busy. And so we just don't. You know, I just I do it when it's convenient for me. You respond when it's convenient for you. Yeah. And that's just kind of what we do, which for me is amazing. But, you know, we could be more mindful about yeah. our interaction but, in general. But that was one of the 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 benefits um, or the upsides to COVID was that you you did do that. Mm-hmm. You guys were having your your house parties, right? Well, and thanks yeah. to you and your your Friday get together. Yeah. So, so things. I think that what's nice about it is that when there are, are opportunities to um, change the way that we communicate and connect with people, that we take those and and then we can slide back into what we were doing before. But it's nice that change is nice mm-hmm. to to do. Um, well, and actually even, seeing people, like, you know, getting to see you, because I haven't seen you, Tim, since, uh, oh, I, I, I was going to say Barcelona, but no, because they came, um, you and yeah. Juan came that summer, and then we went to go do that crazy thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? It was like, yeah, yeah. we went to, and I was like, actually successful. Those, yeah, it was one of those gyms that was like the... I, I, I'm in my head, I'm thinking American Gladiator, but that's not right. Well, it kind of, no. Ninja, kind of, America's Ninja Warrior. Yeah. It was a Ninja Warrior gym that we went to when you were visiting. But let's that be honest, fun. there was ball pits in there. It was adult ball pits. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's it, really, it was a hoot. Yeah. 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 Um, but other than that, I haven't like actually seen your face. Yeah. In a long, long time. Since then. But you yeah. mean in person or do you mean? No, just your face. Just just even seeing your face, yeah. Well, we saw each other during lockdown and stuff, right? With your get-together yeah. on yeah. Zoom. That is true. Oh, what? of course. A couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That Sorry. was what, way more recently. Yeah, but yeah. in person, that was the last time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That feels, that feels, feels like a long time ago, It feels ago like too. a long time ago. It does. Yeah. yeah. So, the podcast. So, okay. I saw this podcast, it was 22 minutes, and I thought, I'm just going to listen to this thing. And I was like, gee, I, I kind of find it interesting. And then I did send it to Henny, and mm-hmm. she said to send to you. So, of course, then I sent it to you. And then you were like 100 voice notes to me, like, oh, my God, did Henny tell you that I have this, like, obsession with, like, do I have enough friends? Do I not have enough friends? And blah, 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 blah. So then I started getting this these, like, 
barrage of of these voice notes which every time I listen and then I I start laughing like I'm actually in my kitchen because it's usually in the morning I wake up and I have these voice notes at 5 a.m and so I'll be listening and so I was listening to him um you know back and forth about no maybe I have enough friends and then the next one's like no I don't think I have enough friends whatever anyways so then Tim listened to it and so after that that was when I said it got around to was like I think we need to all of us have a discussion and all kidding aside that the three of us are living very different situations. So, you know, Henny lives in the country and in a, an area that you've lived in for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And you've got your established friends, your work people, your family, everyone is there. So, Tim, you've been living in Spain how many years? 11? 15? Between that, yeah, 13 <laughs> or so. <clears throat> and so, and you don't have any of your family with you, uh, sorry, except for, except for, for your partner. My Juan. Spanish family. Yeah. Yes. And your Spanish family, which, which is a Are different very relationship. Important, yeah. Yeah. They're important, but it's a different relationship. Absolutely. And, and so you have that with people then that you are meeting and making friends with. And then I'm in Peru with just what the family I have there is Phil and expat people that are here then they leave and so you're always on the always you have to always be open to meeting new people because you never know when someone gets the time when they are going to be leaving mm -hmm. so three very different um situations but we all have friends that we've had for long periods of time mm -hmm. and different relationships with those people and just what you, the two of you you know i mean that's an, a long time to really have not spent a lot of time together mm. but have been able to not just maintain but deepen a relationship yeah. over the years to a point where you neither one of you take it for granted mm. you make and that takes effort also to make a priority of keeping in, in touch with 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 each other mm -hmm. um and i've been fortunate enough that when i mean henny and i had only really been friends for two years or so and then I moved away also and this is where the podcast was born was it, it was a way that we would schedule a time to actually have a conversation whether anyone listened or not was a, irrelevant and you know it's for it's, you right it's mm. for it's for us and that other people listen is 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 fun I mean it's a it's a hoot and a half I'll yeah. tell you like anytime someone says like oh well you were saying this on the podcast and like it always takes me aback like yeah. I I'm always surprised I mean, I knew that we would have one listener because I knew that Tim would listen. <laughs> but well, and sometimes I even contacted you. You wake up and you already have a text message from me saying, uh, this finished at 30 seconds. Was that on purpose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like he's, he's, he, because he, because of the time change, he often is the first person to listen. And so sometimes there are issues and then I, and then he lets me know and I can fix them. Yeah. That has happened a few times, but yeah. So like, but absolutely it wasn't it was the podcast was never we have such important things to yeah. say and people need to listen you right. know like it was really like we have a lot of shared interests we like to talk let's do this so that we half so that we feel committed yeah. to making sure that we carve out the time to chit chat mm -hmm. and if people like to listen i mean that's great like that's yes. a bonus yeah well yeah. carve yeah. time to talk to each other but carve time to talk about uh, wellness right yes. to talk about all these things yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and i mean which is why we 
I mean, how our friendship started and why we're connected, mm -hmm. but it, it, it goes deeper than that. I mean, we, but deeper. a lot of the stuff we've really opened up to trying different things because of the connection with each other. And, and I mean, I read much more my, the, the, the things that I read, I've, you know, what I, I never would have really been interested in if it had not been for Henny. Um, and so those are all good things because you should have those people in your life that allow you um, the opportunity to look outside of what you think, you know, you know your sort of norm is mm -hmm. and that there are other things that you can learn and that are of interest that maybe you don't necessarily think they yeah. are of interest to you. What was interesting in this podcast episode about how many friends do I need is that they looked at a couple of different theories about how many friends people actually do need in order to be content in their, in their social life. Right. Mm -hmm. And there were some interesting ideas and like, and certainly like at one point it was like 50 or like, it was like this ginormous yeah. number. And I was like 50, like, I don't even like, and so immediately I think, I don't even know if I know 50 people. I mean, <laughs> I, obviously you do. I do know 50 people but like you know like I don't like are there 50 people that I would want to I, I don't know that I would feel comfortable calling if I needed help no are there 50 people like I don't like it just but then as the the speaker on the podcast continued she was really breaking down this idea of like that you have different circles of friends and mm. that each level I guess of friendship is serves a different purpose yeah and that you can't <clears throat> expect to have a lot of friends in like the most intimate circle because you don't have the time for that you mm -hmm. know it's mm -hmm. so, like there's no way you can do that and so but then what's interesting and this is what really made me think of you Tim is that you know she talked about like your, your your partner your parents like your closest closest relations then you're like this circle of intimate friends and then a circle of closer friends and then the circle of like the casual friends like yeah. the friends that you would like you know now those are the fun friends yeah yeah the fun friends yeah. right the friends that you you don't necessarily have this deep connection with but if you wanted to go out on a friday night you know like you could get together with these people or you would go and do this with mm -hmm. these people or whatever and i thought like i feel like that's the the level of friend that you often feel like you're lacking Is that yeah right? so i wanted to talk to sandy about this because i know i feel like henny is maxed out I think living <laughs> in the same place, you know, yeah. your whole life for the most part. Yes. And you've picked up friends that don't even live in the area. So I think you <laughs> yeah, feel yeah. maxed out. Yeah. And I feel lacking. Yeah. I complain a lot to you about it and, and to everyone. And so, Sandy, I wanted to ask you what you like, how you feel being in Peru, because because for me, I'll just quickly tell you my situation, which is. When I first came to Spain, I was really young and I met all these Erasmus students and college students and we all became friends because we were all, well, it was very much like Disney. We all needed friends. And so we right. all became friends. And so I had for sure, I had my fun friends. Yeah. But then just little by little, those people, well, obviously they moved away because they were there for six months a year or whatever. But but I always picked up more friends, you know, work friends. And I always had my fun friends and I'm not sure why, but that's all gone now. Yeah. And so, Sandy, living in Peru, do you 
do you have for me? I just, yeah, I just feel like I'm missing something in my life. Like I, I need friends I can do stuff with, you know, I can't rely so much on my partner, for example, you know, I I really, I really think it's healthy and nice to have friends and people to do things with and talk to. And, and his friends are great, but they're his friends, not mine. And I really would like my own friends. And now in Madrid, I don't have them because I, you know, I lived somewhere else. I moved here and, and, I don't know what happened. I don't know why I don't have any friends when I was so obsessed and, you know, good at leeching onto people and becoming friends. Like I, you know, you heard I was at the clubhouse, harassed Henny, harassed her again, and yeah. we became friends, you know. So what happened? And- I mean, I will say that I think you are very good at making friends. Like, like there is something about the way that you are, that is very welcoming. People want to talk to you mm-hmm. and you are a talker yourself. So yes. like, so people feel comfortable in your presence because if they have something to say, they can. And if they don't, you'll fill the space. Like, like, and I mean, fill the I'm, space. <laughs> like I'm yeah. saying that kind of teasingly, but yes. I'm, but I'm saying it yes. seriously. Like, I think you're an easy person to be friendly with. I don't think that about myself. Yeah. I don't think that I give off that same vibe. And so the fact that I have, like, like I really have relied on people like you, Tim, and people like you, Sandy, to to latch on to me because I'm, like, I won't do that part, yeah. you know? And so if I were in your same situations, I, I remember before going to Disney that other people in my life like that I was going to school with had had the same experience and said to me, I remember one woman in particular had done it like 10 years prior. And she said, Oh my goodness, you're going to make so many friends. You're going to have friends for life. Like you're going to love it. And I fully rolled my eyes and thought like, that is ridiculous. I'm going down, I'm going there for a year and then I'm coming home and Mm -hmm. moving on with my life. You know, like this is like, okay, whatever. Like I'll make so many friends. I mean, but you did. I have, yeah, but I did, right? Yeah. And yeah, because it's not just me. All of those people that I'm still connected with because I I made those friends when I was there. The initial like friendship was built because they pushed it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, like I'm not the person who's good at making friends, I guess is what I'm saying. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for a person like, like both of you really, like, I do think that both of you have all of the personality traits and characteristics and qualities that make you good friend makers. It's so strange that you both are in scenarios where you're like, why Mm -hmm. do I not have any friends? Like what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. I think the language is, um, a barrier. Yeah. Okay, so but- just a bit of a barrier for me, but the, I think that, I mean, if I'm going to be completely open and honest with you is that I often, um, I'm not a very good person at, for small talk. And so mm-hmm. it can get to a point where if I'm sitting down and initially there's not something that is, I know I have in common with that person. I often feel like, I have nothing in common or I'm creating this scenario in my head about 
you know, I'm so much older than these people. Like I had my kids so much younger, like my, I have grandchildren the same age as these people's children, you know, and so that they won't think that I have anything to offer, which is, is not necessarily true. Sometimes no. it is, but for the most part, it's not, but, but it it's really about how I feel about myself that keeps me from necessarily having those like being as as outward because I do I do go out but I think maybe I've become a little bit more picky as I've gotten older I've gotten so picky yeah it's a big problem yeah and so in the the first time I meet someone if I'm getting this vibe from them it could be about just if I think you know what? I think that they, it's a, it's a little bit of prejudice I'm hearing here. There's a, a little bit of, of closed mindedness around certain things. I, I actually just feel like I don't have the space to allow that kind of, I'm going to call it negativity to into my life. It's choosing. Do I want to be able to figure out a way to go out with this person and maybe stay away from those kind of conversations versus am I going to feel worse when I come home after having spent some time with this person than I would if I was just on my own. Mm. So I have met people like that. And now I know there's, I've, I've one person in particular right now that I have to limit the number, the amount of time that I have face to face because it's the same stories about the same things that, that I just, I'm like, try to broach things it was better when I could wear my mask all the time because then you can't see my facial expression and sunglasses because sometimes I'm standing at a corner and I'm like rolling my eyes and just like, I just need, I'm looking for my escape. But I also, I think circumstances. So you guys are talking about like Disney, you're all in a situation where yeah. there's a, you're all in the same boat. Yeah. So that's what makes a difference. Yeah. Totally makes a difference. I can tell you that I had the same situation when I was in Hong Kong. I have people from Hong Kong, three people in particular, that I consider to be extremely very, very good friends. They would be between the intimate and the best friend yeah. group, those those people. And I mean, that to me is is bizarre that and they live, one lives in Poland, one lives in San Francisco, mm-hmm. you know, one's in Toronto, but it that I've been able to still maintain that level of connection Mm -hmm. and that this far out it's been 10 years that they're still an important part of my life where I have people that I grew up with that until I left you know in 2010 those people I I couldn't imagine that I wasn't going to be friends with them and then when you leave you find that all of a sudden they're not making the the effort to spend Mm -hmm. any to connect with you and there's no falling out. It's like the garden was weeded, or as they say, the analogy they use is like you know the the apple wasn't as uh, wasn't as fresh anymore. It fell out of my basket. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So those friends are like, they just kind of go on, and they move. They move not completely out of that circle. They're still mm-hmm. in that 150 or whatever the 50. Yeah. But they just kind of move out. Yeah. But sometimes people move in, also yeah. like yeah. you know, so I. I I guess to answer your question, because then I just rambled, was that it's probably a lack of effort more on my part, which I think is the same for you. Definitely, 100%. While you were talking, I'm apparently not listening to you. I'm thinking about what my answer would be, and that's it. I just make – I can't blame anyone but myself. I mean, when I am here with you, for example, you're already my friends. 
I'm yeah. not making the effort to make a new friend. Obviously, they don't just land in my lap. And I think that's yeah. the big difference. At Disney, yeah. when I first went to Spain, they kind of did because we were all in the same yeah. boat. And so we just became friends easily. And those connections were very deep, I think, because of that experience, the shared experience. And now I think we all just kind of have our lives. We all have our families. I go to work. I go home. How could I make new friends? I don't do anything to make yeah. friends, you know? Yeah, yeah you, you're not putting the effort in at all, so. At all. So, but, I, so I'm disappointed. I mean, I will, I will admit. So there is something that I, and Henny knows this already, but there's this app called Tandem. And so it's like you do these exchanges, these language exchanges with people. So people who want to learn English and, you know, for me to practice my Spanish, if I you know, want to, I can meet these people. And that's the way you can meet. And I thought, now that I'm riding my bike, I could meet these people. We could ride bikes together. We could, you know, have yeah. a drink and speak in English and Spanish, but just so lazy at the end of the day. <laughs> and I think part of it is that I teach English. And so I'm like, do I really yeah. want to teach English in my free time? No. Yeah. So I, I think that's part of the process is because, you know, you've said, okay, well, maybe this is an option. And then when you really think about it, it's like, no, because then you want to keep things, you do want to have like separate interests with things. And then you'd be mixing, you know, your professional life with your personal life. And so maybe that, like you already know, that's not what you want to do. But now, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that is so, so, so what is it going sitting in a cafe and just kind of like making eye contact? You, you know, it's, it's, it's something creepy, you know what I mean? But, well, you know what Juan tells me to do? He says, you know, why don't you do a class or something like that? You know, and the excuse yeah. of, I need to learn how to repair my bike. I could, you know, find a class. I could go to that. I'd meet yeah. people that way. And it would have nothing to do with learning English or anything yeah. like that. It would just be something completely different. And that's, yeah, that sounds great, but I'm too lazy to do that too. Yeah, and then, yeah. and then, so it's just that I just complain that I have no friends, but I do nothing about it. And then <laughs> yeah. everyone's tired of me complaining about it. Yeah, yeah. But, well, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I, I hear you. So you know, I, and then people leave. I mean, I, I had, I was like, yeah. that felt like things were really like in in the last couple of months, really kind of turning around. And I'd met a couple of women who had, one of them I'd met before, but obviously at that time she had another group of people. I think. You know, in my head, I always think this because I'm too old and and mm. and that it just wasn't it just, there was no connection, really. And then recently re met her and found out she lives right across the street from me. Like, I mean, I can see her apartment building if I look out my bedroom window wow. and then she's invited and in, yeah, invited me to meet a friend of hers who lives in the next building. So the three of us now have become friends. But now she's made the difficult decision to move back to the UK because of school. The kids haven't gone back to school yet and her children are really suffering. And so she's leaving like December 16th. And, and so yeah. I find that out and I'm just like, you know, F my life, right? Yeah, like, I get it. I just you made I was, all this effort I, and you actually did it. momentum going, you know, and they, they were fun people. And yeah. it was, uh, we'd met like the husbands, we'd, we'd had like, you know, barbecues at each other's house. They have children. I'm like, your kids are the same age as my granddaughter. So I like kids. Like people, I think often think that Phil and I don't want to be around people that have children because we don't have young children. But right. that isn't, that's not necessarily the case because no. kids are fun. Yeah. And yeah. they're not ours. So we can choose how much time we want to spend with exactly. them. And it's fun for me to keep current. It makes me miss my granddaughters less because I get to interact with that. Yeah. And so sometimes it's really circumstance, but their circumstances also changed. And so, you know, they were open 
to having that. But now I feel like, you know, now I'm back in the same situation because one of them is leaving in December. The other one is is actually going, uh, coming to Canada, but like in May. So I'm just yeah. need to like always continue to try and put myself that's, out. There. That's exhausting too, because it's, it's not like, okay, I'm going to put in this effort and then I'm going to find a group of friends. Yeah. It's like, you have to continually make the effort again and again and again yeah. because those friends keep leaving. It, it's, it's like, it's like dating, you know, sometimes I'm, I, and depending I on feel the person, that way too. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It feels like dating and that was exhausting. <laughs> and and exhausting. So, so it's, yeah. Depends on the person you meet. Sometimes I will be actually forward with them and be like, okay, you know, so how long have you been married? Like, or do you have children? Or, you know, how long have you lived? Like, where else have you lived? Like, getting all of those things out of the way almost, you know, so that we can be like, okay, so what do we actually have in common? Like, what do you like to do? You know, how do you like to spend your time or, or whatever it is? I mean, even if it's just we meet up and we go for coffee once in a while. Mm-hmm. But some people are harder to you go and I, I'm not like you who can, you know, you just start randomly talking about anything. I'm like, I overthink it too much. Yeah. I agree. Cause I don't have, I don't think I have that problem. I'm just definitely lazy is the barrier. Um, <laughs> what am I going to like, what, yeah. how can I put myself in the context where I'll meet friends, you know? Yeah. Cause I've done it before, but I just don't do it now. But yeah, mm-hmm. thankfully I, I don't overanalyze, you know, are we going to have something in common? I, I don't care. Like I'll find out if we have something in common and yeah, <laughs> it's, it makes it more difficult. It's another yeah. barrier. Right. In addition I, to the language and everything else. Yeah. 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 But you're having more success these days than I am truly. <laughs> yeah. That makes you feel better because <laughs> I've had zero success and at least you're making some friends. Yeah. I know, but then it was like, and I think Phil just like really, he does a lot for me, you know, because one, because of the language and two, just because he, he know, he's good about knowing that I've made a big sacrifice as far as, you know, supporting him. And Mm -hmm. so he's very good about never complaining about like, I'm like, can you pay this person this much? And, you know, can you send a transfer here? And can you order this? I like Instagramming and things. Can you order this for me? Can you do Mm -hmm. this and whatever? Uh, going to doctor's appointments, all of these, these type of things. No, I don't know why I was even saying that, but <laughs> poor guy. Well, he, yeah. he, I mean, because he see like, and that's the thing with, with your situation is that you are both away from family, Yeah. but he's in a situation where he, whether or not he makes friends, he is going to have social interactions with a group of people on a daily basis because he's working a job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and he, I mean, the whole time I've known him is never like he's never been one of those guys that has a lot of like has a friends that he actually goes out socially with. Mm-hmm. He relies on me and he'll just do whatever, you know, I ask or I'll be like, OK, we're going for dinner with this couple and we're going to meet them. OK, fine. Often, though, he'll be like, mm, yeah, he either doesn't like the the, <laughs> the woman or he doesn't like the guy. So yeah. it's not a really good fit. He's I, yeah, he's quite picky, you know, and I'll be like, <laughs> God, my God. But anyway <laughs> I think yeah, because I when you because when you sorry because yeah. when you work and you have limited time who are you going to spend that extra time with and and yeah. and yeah I want fun friends and I've had fun friends and we've fallen out for one reason or another yeah um I, I, yeah absolutely that's what I need but how do I find those people that's yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, and I think I mean if you're biking it's maybe not that you want to be having this converse like to teach them you know English or 
or practice your Spanish, which you probably don't need to do, obviously, <laughs> um, at this point, it would just be kind of whatever. But, but you know, if you're if you're getting back into biking, maybe it's finding a, a like a biking group, you know, that meets once Absolutely. a week or something like that. But yeah. because it's something you enjoy doing, but do you enjoy actually doing it with people, or do you like it to be solo? That's well, and so that's the problem, <laughs> right? I absolutely i need to find people where we have a common interest and the problem is to be completely honest with you but so i so sometimes i'm riding my bike and i see people out and i think could i be friends with that person i'm, I'm not <laughs> sure and and i and i know that sounds horrible and superficial of course but but the truth is that's my problem at the end of the day yeah. and it's what i said before i'm lazy and i very picky and so i'd rather voice note henny in my free time than to meet someone and be not super enthusiastic about the interaction, you know? Yeah, so that's, yeah. it's, you said that a little bit before too, Sandy, yeah. right? That, you know, okay, we meet, but you're not really necessarily the kind of person I'd be friends with, but. Yeah. So, so maybe like Tim, maybe the whole thing is that you just need to just like turn the situation around and how you think about it, because instead of being like, do I have enough friends? I don't know if I do instead of, and then like, do I even have any free time? Like, what do I feel I'm missing out on? And if you don't feel you're missing out on anything, it doesn't matter that someone has some ridiculous number of friends. I mean, now that there's a number there, it's like it felt like a little bit more pressure. It's like, oh man, I it already felt like a lot. Friends. You know, when she was yeah, talking about those numbers, friends. I now, thought it was crazy. There's like 150, 150. <laughs> come on, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I know, me too. That's what totally I was thinking. Ridiculous. Like the intimate, the intimate number was like five, and so you know you can like think about five people. And it may not be five. Maybe it's three. Maybe it's eight. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's and one. Next group. Maybe it's one. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, one, you've got one apple in your basket. <laughs> Better than zero. <laughs> you see, look at that. You're already thinking positively. You're already turning it around. But, yeah, sometimes I think that, you know, do I, what am I missing? What is it that I'm missing? You know, I'm, I don't know if I'm missing anything. Yeah. But it's. For me, I mean, I, I do wish I had a job to go to, even if it was part-time, but something to occupy my time because, you know, it's a long day for me because Phil's locked at 8 and he doesn't get home till 7 or 7.30. So there's a lot of hours in there to to Phil, fill, you know, yeah. um, which is why now we're adopting a dog. So, <laughs> Which I'm very excited about, by the way. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I even told you that. Yeah, you know, I saw it on, uh, on Instagram, Instagram. Yeah. or Facebook Bye. or something. Yeah, my one-eyed dog. So, well, so I saw that you were waiting until December, and yes. I thought it's weird. And then I thought, no, of course, he's going to Canada. That makes sense yeah. now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you know, now that will occupy my time, obviously. Yeah. And and it's also something where I probably will meet people who are English-speaking, because once you're out, it's like having a kid, like a baby, and you go to a park, and then you end up meeting other people. Okay, so I'm telling you, like, it's funny, like, this whole friend conversation is funny, especially because it started by saying, like, that you feel like I'm maxed out. I have no more friends in the fun category than either of you two. Just <laughs> <laughs> out there. But, and, but, and also, it's my own fault. Like, it's my yeah. own doing, right? But what I was going to say is um, I live in a condo building. The only people I know are the people who have dogs. Yeah. And like, and I don't even know their names, but I know the dogs' names. <laughs> <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> no, in fact, you know what? I don't know if you've heard this before, but people have better health outcomes and are more 
you know, less depression and stuff like that when they have a dog because they have to go out, they have the social interaction. You have to go out at least two, three, four times a day. So yeah. I think, yeah, Sandy, I think it'll make a big difference. I mean, you always got out and did stuff, but I think it will make a difference to yeah. just have that interaction over the dog. Yeah. And, and, but, but, it, there, you know, Phil and I had like, you know, danced around the whole dog thing and then just like Canadian Thanksgiving, the real Thanksgiving. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just slipped that in there. Of course. Why wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> um, you know, I was like, oh, you know, will you take me to this park? You know, so I, and he's like, what? And we'd already taken me to like another park to see these dogs for adoption. And he's like, you know, it's really not the best time for us to to adopt a dog. And and I knew that. And I that's why I didn't want to actually come out and ask or have that whole conversation. I'd ask because I don't really ask for anything. Mm. But that conversation. And I said to him, you know, I understand that. Like, it ties you down. A dog ties you down. You know, that mm. happens. But But I said to him, this is the time for me to have the dog. Like, this yeah. is, I need the dog at this point in time yeah. in my life because I'm so lonely, you know? Yeah. And yeah, so. I get that completely. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and then, and then, you know, he said, okay, well, we need to figure this out. Where can we take the dog? When, you know, they were all like, we need to find a vet, all of these things before we even get a dog, which makes complete sense mm -hmm. because, you know, I mean, you can, you want, I want, we obviously want to make sure they go to a good place, but we're also not going to be strapped for cash because these things also cost money, you know, mm -hmm. to, to do these things. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, we don't spend any money on really anything anyways, because, you know, but we're just like, you know, don't get, you can't really do that much. Correct. Go out, to, go out to dinner once a week and then I'm cooking dinner all the time anyway. So, yeah, yeah. um, anyways, so. All right. Let's take a hard shift. Yes. Because I do want to talk a little bit about the new WW personal points mm -hmm. program. And I'm really curious to hear a little bit about, I mean, I've heard because Tim and I have talked, but, but I'm interested for Tim to sort of talk about his experience yes. with it. Cause we talked just briefly last week about our experience in the first week or two. Mm -hmm. um, but what, yeah, like overall, how has it been for you? What are some changes that you've noticed that, um, in your own behaviors because of it? Or like, I don't know, what, whatever, whatever well, you've got. Yeah. Can I ask first, what color were you following before it went to the personal points? What would you guess? I, I'm going to guess you were purple. Okay, well, purple was is a good guess because I love all the zero point foods, but it wasn't enough points for me. Yeah. Yeah, so I just. Green. Were you green? I hated green. Oh God. Okay, because um, let me guess, you're blue. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Obviously. No. Yeah. You know, I hated green because it was just too much counting, and I, I really knew because Juan used to say this kind of stuff to me. Uh, he he's got a critical eye, you know, with with the whole plan, you know, so, which is great, which is fine. I like that. So. He would always say, oh, but, you know, lentils are really healthy and chickpeas are really healthy and olive oil is really healthy, but you can't have that. Or, I mean, obviously that's not true, but yeah. I would avoid those foods before. And so once, what was it called when the, what was it called when the blue freestyle. plan was the only plan? It was called freestyle. freestyle. Yeah. When that came out, I was super excited because all those things that he had been telling me, you know, you know, you should eat these things. It's healthy now they were zero points. And so that was really exciting. And all those things shifted, you know, I started eating more chickpeas, more lentils, more fat free yogurt, all that stuff. And that was amazing for me. I thought that was a great shift. When the three plants came out, I was super excited to try purple, but it just wasn't enough points. I, I like my 
peanut butter cups and cheesecake. Yep. Piggy treats. Yeah. <laughs> he calls them piggy treats. <laughs> <laughs> we have a treat box so that I can't eat them in the middle of the night. <laughs> it's exploding. There's not enough space for all the treats we have. It's it's, <laughs> it's a mess. Anyway, so yeah, so purple was too few points. So and and also because you and you guys have said this before that I think the problem is with zero point foods we maybe overindulge in them and we don't you, you shouldn't and I knew that but it's difficult sometimes to be careful so yeah I just and the weight loss thing I didn't find that I was losing weight or really with purple so I went to blue but even with blue so this is where I guess I can start with blue I also felt kind of plateauing like I didn't feel like I was making any progress I mean I know I don't really need to make progress per se anymore but but I want to. And I felt that I'd kind of hit a wall. And so I thought I want to change. And that's the great thing about WW. They keep changing. And so you're always excited. And you know what? I think at the end of the day, one of the most exciting things for me, which is kind of funny, is the fit points that are not fit points anymore. They're just personal points. For me, I knew deep down that I was getting too much credit for stuff. I would go on a bike ride and I'd get 52 points. And I thought, but I don't think I should be eating all those 52 points. Yeah, it's a great number. It sounds great, but I don't know if I deserve to now indulge because of that. And so I would tell myself that, but it made no difference. You know, I, the, the number was there. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah. So I, so when the personal points came out, I saw that there was a radical, I mean, I don't know in your experience, cause Sandy, you haven't said anything, but for me, there was a radical difference of how many points I was getting. And I thought, and I thought to myself, that is more reasonable. The amount of points I was getting for the exercise I was doing, I'm like, that seems totally more reasonable. And so I thought that's good because, and they said, you know, eat those points if you want, because we're taking that into consideration. I thought that is smart. So that was one of the amazing things for me. We'll start there if you want, if you want to comment yeah, there. Yeah, no, that's great. So I, I don't really pay, to be honest, I very rarely track my activity. Um, oh. I, yeah. I, it's, it's an obsession of mine. Got to get those points. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. need them. What I am aware of is the days that I do different types of activity is I am much more thoughtful about what I plan to eat on those days. So the days that I maybe I'm working out with a trainer, I know that I'm doing more work that I'm that it's muscle work mm -hmm. than it is if I it's a day that I've just walked mm -hmm. or or on a run. It's to me it's different, and so. I, yeah, I don't pay attention to those. I, I think I was shocked when I did the quiz, when I saw, gosh, I only have 18, 18 smart points a day. What the hey, man? But then you find out that, which I think is genius, Yeah. this idea, you know why, and I, Penny, I've already said this to you, but yeah. for me, it's absolutely genius what they've done, which is you don't have as many smart points, well, personal points. Yes. And you, and so at first I thought, oh, that stinks but i i don't know i don't i didn't have a negative reaction i'm not sure if i already knew or what but once they told you that uh vegetables got you points yeah the game changed for me the thing is i like vegetables i eat vegetables yes. but now i have this obsession with eating vegetables obsession yeah. and so and i you know one of the things i told juan was we have to eat more vegetables and he just rolls his eyes right because he's like we eat vegetables all the time i said yeah but that's not true because for lunch I would have lentils and salmon and I, they're healthy, but yeah. it's a little high in calories and I really should be having some, some vegetables. 
Yeah. You know? And so now I'm like, got to have some grape tomatoes, have to have some baby carrots, have to have a salad. I have to have something before I eat. And that just makes sense because it's healthy, it's delicious, and it fills you up. Yeah. And yeah. I, for me, I have noticed a difference. For me, and, and Henny, you've said this before, even on the podcast, I think, even that, you know, half the plate should be vegetables. Yeah, I, I don't know if you've said this to me. I think you have, or you've said it on the podcast where you should eat the vegetables first so that yeah. you know you've eaten them mm-hmm. and then eat the rest. And I knew I should do that, but I didn't do it. But now it's a game. Right. And I think it sounds silly, but it's not. It's all psychology. If you gamify yeah. it, if you make it, I'm racking up the points and it's healthy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So and the reason they, they've done it is because the science behind it says that even though we've been talking about this for, you know, over five years that, you know, the average the average person does not get enough fruits and veg in their diet, which is why they made them zero points in the first place mm-hmm. is because anytime you make something zero, you are going to eat more of it now. Mm-hmm. They've had to say, okay, well, we've had this much data over the years with the way the plan was. How can we make an adjustment to it to actually incentivize, 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 incentivize thank you. Like that didn't sound right. <laughs> People to eat. And so you're right. It is. You're like, I'm going to make sure that I'm getting those extra points for eating my veg. You know what else it is, though? You have a certain number of calories in the day. Like, okay, calories, yeah. we're not counting them. And I, I think that's also amazing because I think yeah. we have to think of nutrients more Correct. and stuff than, than the calories. And so that's that's great. But even though I knew that vegetables were good and I knew they were zero points, the thing is, I don't know how they calculate how many points you have, but I knew deep down that I feel like they were making the assumption that you're eating more vegetables than we actually were. And because you weren't tracking them, they didn't actually know. And I think they thought we have to make some adjustments because if we make them eat vegetables, then they can eat other things because they've already filled up on something low in calories. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got a lot of water. And that's the other thing about, we have to talk about the water thing, by the way. Okay. Okay. What do you do? You what do you ladies think before I give you my take okay. on the water? Well, see, this is like I've said this. I think I said this on on the podcast a couple of weeks. So it's the first time that I haven't had inside information before about the plan and whatever. So I will say that I was I'm I and I still haven't really read a lot about it. I've been quite lazy about it knowing exactly and so someone on connect the other day was like oh can we count coffee and tea as our water and i was like yes and then i saw gosh like 80 percent or like no and then i read the comments did not know that penny said it in her newsletter i think she says water is water isn't that what you wrote in the i skimmed through that part (laughs) apparently yeah calling me out there (laughs) yeah well so i originally thought that and and i was gonna have my i was gonna count my tea and I yeah. thought, you can't do that. That's not that's no, not the way yeah. it works. Uh, Henny, do you want to comment on the water before I give you my... No, I mean, I'm happy to hear what you have to say. I mean, I think here is where I think we didn't really do, and by we, I mean like WW, didn't really do a good job of, of differentiating because in the past, yeah. anytime we've talked about water, it hasn't been water that we've talked about. Mm. What we've talked about in the past was hydration and mm. how important it is to drink liquid. Yes. And, you know, and so, um, you know, any messaging that has come previous to now has been, you need to have enough fluid in your body. Your body needs, of course, water is great, but these other options are good options too. Mm-hmm. Um, and now 
I think the message is really the same, but the difference is if you want to add a point for water, it has to, to be, be water, yeah. right? And why, why? Do you have any insight into that, Henny? I would say personally, because as a person who drinks a lot of fluid, mm-hmm. um, there is a difference between drinking water and drinking other things. And, and I think because I I do think that your body reacts differently. I don't know. I, I, I'm not an expert and I don't know any of the science behind it, but I do know that I feel different if I have a day where I've had my water and then I've switched to drinking tea and, and diet pop and whatever else I want to drink. Or if I've had a day where I just didn't drink those water bottles. And that's not to say that I'm not drinking the same amount because be assured that I am. Um, but the, it's something about the water. My skin 100% is better with water. Like I can tell you anecdotally, I noticed that yeah. for sure. And so I, I, I wonder if, because they are really now shifting into the mindfulness and about how like the mental health portion also that they're trying to expand on is that I also wonder if it has to do with the caffeine that's in the coffee, the tea, and that the more like as far as anxiety and depression Mm. and all of that, that that's that's not a good thing. It actually adds to it. It's like an accelerant Mm -hmm. to to someone who may already be feeling those feelings. So I don't know if that's a that, part of it. That could be underlying what maybe mm-hmm. some of that. Mm-hmm. But we've I've sent you articles and there's been a, there's an awful lot of articles out there that are saying that it's the total BS about the Correct. whole eight cups of water a day and that that's that, what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's a total BS. I actually and where it came from now I forget. We, yeah, we recently we, read something. Yeah, and we've talked about this yeah. before because it's come from it, the idea of having eight glasses of water a day came from some research study that was done decades ago yeah. that included like maybe it was just the person himself like yes. i think it was a personal yeah, a study very small <laughs> very yeah, like, small yeah, sample size i think size. it wasn't even like a no. sample size of 6 like yeah. i truly think it was just his him him himself yeah. and now this guy and and that's the thing like i i and i agree with that i think different bodies need different things and mm-hmm. when we talk about different bodies needing different balances of nutrients different amounts of nutrients mm-hmm. different like I think your body requires different things right yeah. and I think my body requires um more water and more liquid than the average body mm-hmm. for whatever reason that might be mm-hmm. right but you, but you also sweat a lot and I'm gonna, I mean I'm serious I'm not truly like, you've I, said I, that on the podcast before yes. <laughs> I am so sweaty like I yes. so I think for that reason, yes. for whatever other physiological reasons, yeah. like, like, I think I just need to replenish all the time. Like I, I am like all, like I'm all, I will always take a drink. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Like you could never offer me something to drink. And I'd be like, nah, I'm okay. Yeah, like yeah, I will yeah. always take something because yeah. I'm always looking to, mm-hmm. To hydrate. To hydrate. Thank you. Yeah. I was going to use another word and then it was going to sound bad. Yeah. For me, it was like that. When I saw the thing about the water, I was very skeptical. I thought, really? 
I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a point for water. And I truly, I thought I'm going to be a good sport about it because they've done the research. They know. And I guess what confused me though, I'll say ladies is that uh, in the description, when you read about the plan, you know, this, cause they have this little button at the top and you read about it. Right. And they said, you know, you know, everyone's different, you know, blah, blah, blah. But you still got to do eight cups if you want the point. Yeah. You know, it's I was a little confused. I thought, but if you're telling me that everyone has a range, then yeah. why do I have to get exactly eight cups to, right. to yeah. get to the point? And yeah. so I thought, you know what? But here's the thing. So I thought to myself, I live in a country that's dry. Yeah. <laughs> My skin could be more more moisturized. So <laughs> that you know, is true. I, <laughs> yeah. And so I thought, you know what, I'm a male as well. I think that makes a difference. You know, I think these kinds of things make a difference. And sure. so I thought, I, you know, I think maybe two liters is not a bad thing, you know, but the yeah. problem is with the water is that if you eat a lot of fruit, if you eat a lot of vegetables yes. as well, you get water. Yes. And so yeah. I thought two liters seems like a lot, but I'm going to, I'm going to give it a go. And yeah. sometimes, well, at the beginning I felt a little, it felt forced. I felt like I was chugging water all day and, yeah. but I drink less Pepsi now because so of it and i think that's, that's not a, a bad thing. thing no that's a good thing yeah yeah i i, I i'm 100 willing to believe that drinking less pop is in lieu of what like you know mm-hmm. to exchange pop for water is good and so i thought that that's fine and i i don't know if i think i deserve a point but i kind of do yeah. let me explain if i'm eating the vegetables and i'm drinking the water i feel yeah. full i feel and and you've said this before Sometimes you mistake hunger, yeah, thirst. You know, and and it's again, it's all a game, right? You you, I fill up my my cup of water, and I have my vegetables, and then I'm eating all those things, and now I already feel less hungry, partially because I'm full, yeah, at least fuller than before, and also I think you're hydrated, so you don't confuse yeah. the hunger and the thirst anymore. And so I thought this all makes sense, this all works for me, and yeah. so at first I was very skeptical because I know I've heard over and over and over and over again that the whole two liter of water thing is it's super arbitrary. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought doesn't make sense to give myself a point for racking up the water, but I've been doing it and I'm, I feel good about it so far. And I wonder if in future iterations, I have no knowledge of anything that is coming, like that is coming. And I mean, at this point, nothing is coming, but you know, eventually a year from now, 18 months from now, whatever, like they're always tweaking. But I wonder if future iterations of the program will include differing amounts of water in mm. the same way that your personal po- like your daily and your weekly personal points are different depending on your age weight gender yes. height and food preferences mm-hmm. i wonder if the amount of water that is required of you will also be adjusted yeah every iteration of the plan just nudges you a little bit closer to yeah. making a shift that's a better shift that you can that is a lasting shift yeah. also right yeah 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 did you, and I think you alluded to this before, Tim, but did you find that you thought you were eating more vegetables before than you really were? No, I think, I think I knew. I, I immediately knew this makes sense. I, I, I always eat vegetables, but to be honest with you, for example, I like, for example, my lunch, I'm pretty sure it was more fruit yeah. heavy than vegetable. And that's fine. But not fine because fruit yeah. has more calories in it. So I think it was good to balance. Yeah, I ate more vegetables at the beginning and less fruit at the end. And I and I think, you know, I probably maybe overate the fruit. And definitely I overate, in my opinion, I overate 
the lentils and the the salmon because you know salmon has a lot of calories in it and it's fine but i think i was overeating it too much and again to balance that out with more vegetables you know, if you remember at one point we had half points mm. and then we I had was a not around for that but i've that heard was, about it that was before yeah. your you, time you would eat fruit because you know you'd rather have licorice exactly yeah. pink, whatever you had Right. And that's when fiber was really important. And now right. they've added the fiber back in, which is fiber is important. Yeah. Fiber. So we used to have the sliders and fiber was your friend. Anything high in fiber was lower in points. So yeah. you were like looking for the granola that maybe has more fiber in it. The granola or the, bars, the or cereal boxes yes. that were high in fiber, yeah. 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 which is why we like, like all brand and, and all these crazy <laughs> things. And we can like, I could eat a whole box of that. Yeah, corn bran. Oh my god! Oh, oh, I love that. I know. Sometimes so it's so good. hard; it like cuts inside of your mouth. But a little it's bit. So good. That's it. malty. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, love, we love cereal over yeah. here. That's why we don't. I mean, I love cereal milk. too. I can't, I, I can't be trusted with cereal. No, neither can I. Be. Sometimes, like, I'm like, oh, I almost bought some for Phil. I'm like, let's be serious. Who are you buying <laughs> this for? Yes. Not, not <laughs> Phil. <No. laughs> Well, thank you for, for giving us a little rundown. Yeah. That was really, that's, I think it's fun. Like it's fun for me to hear other people's experiences. Um, but I think it will be fun for other people who are mm-hmm. listening to this to hear because it's, it's all well and good for, you know, for me to say like, here's the new program. Let's be excited about the program. Let's but, be excited. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah. it's different when you have other people who are, living and breathing the program too and are yeah. saying like here's what I was concerned about here's what really worked for me mm-hmm. here's what I was excited about you know yeah. it's, it's good to get another perspective well and also that we're all lifetime members and mm-hmm. so we are still committed to learning and making adjustments rather than to be just like well I've already you know it's done and I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing because it works and I'm afraid to make any adjustments or yeah. changes right no, no, no. so yeah. yeah you gotta you gotta roll with the changes absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. all right I think they're all good changes truly Ah, me too. I think so too. You have one story for us. Yes. Yeah. So let's, (laughs) well, so this is something you guys talked about on the podcast, but I don't know if you necessarily remember, but I'll just start with what happened. So I'm not at home, of course, because I have to work at the school. Juan's here working at home. Uh, Somebody buzzes at the door. Yeah. So he goes to the door and they're like, we have a package for Timothy. Yeah. So he, so the guy comes up the stairs He's like, what kind of package will be coming? Because, of course, usually I would say, hey, there's a package coming. Be ready for it or whatever. But in this case, there was no indication that a package was coming because, of course. Because I um, said package. Okay. Right. If you remember, listeners, the package was my garbage tea. (laughs) So if you remember, she mentioned this on the podcast. Henny, you know, she had this tea in the cupboard that. She wasn't super fond of. She was like, you know what? I'm not sure this is ever going to get drunk, so I'll just send it off to Spain. And she said it as this way of, hey, Sandy, aren't you proud of me for not wasting that tea? I sent it off to Spain. The dumpster, Tim will drink it. He'll drink anything. So she literally puts a little note, and she just was totally honest. She's like, you know what? These aren't, not a huge fan of these. I don't really drink them. So if you want them, have them. If not, for the garbage. But of course, <laughs> yeah. she knew that I would drink it. Like, I'm not, I'm not bothered. And it's free tea for me. So, yeah. so, so this package is there. Juan knows what it is immediately because, you know, it's a particular kind of package. Only you send me packages like this. He but assumed it was tea. They a post on them. <laughs> yeah, but it's this particular, like, gray envelope thing, you know, and, and 
you know, it, it looks like it has tea in it. And he figured it was tea because, you know, well, so it's all very confusing, right? Because typically they just put a piece of paper in the mailbox and then I had to go to the, like the post office to pick it up. Right. But in this case, the guy's at the door. And so Juan's like, what's going on here? And he's like, yeah, you, you owe us some money. What? what? Yeah. So that's why I didn't want to tell you. That's why I'm oh. telling you now, because I know, do you remember the last time this happened? Do you remember? Yes, you sent I, me DVDs. I DVDs. Yeah. That was, but that was long ago. They were they were DVDs, so I hope it was a long time ago. Okay, yeah, but like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that was when I was at my old school. Like I think that was like eight years ago. That was ages ago. Okay, ages ago. They were DVDs that you couldn't find in Spain, and I was complaining to you, and you just got them and sent them to me. And so, but then we realized that that all made sense because if they're not sold in Spain, they have to charge you tax, and they don't yes. want you to resell them, whatever. But it was a whole thing at the time, but it hasn't happened since. Yeah. So this guy's like, you owe me money, and Juan's like, excuse me? He's like, okay, well, uh, can I pay you by card? Because, of course, I don't have cash just lying around the house. And he's like, no, it has to be cash. What? what? Okay, but it gets better. So oh. Juan's running around. Like Juan, How much money did you have to pay for this garbage? Okay, piece? so that's why it's so funny because you sent it to me thinking it was a gift. And, and I think for you, you correct me if I'm wrong, but for you, you feel bad because it's supposed to be a gift and I'm and you don't want me to pay for a gift, of right? Of course, that's, no, I don't want That's why I didn't tell you because I didn't want you to not send me tea in the future. Send me your garbage tea, even if I have to pay for it. So I, I was going to tell you because it's a whole story, but I didn't want to tell you because I was afraid you were going to feel guilty. So, so he decided you know. to tell you on the podcast. So because I wanted to see your reaction and I got it. So anyway, so he's scrounging around. He gets the money. The price was six euros and 22 cents. Okay. So, so it, was, bad. it was nothing. Yeah. 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 So it was, it was my garbage tea. So. <laughs> that's why it's funny. And so, I don't know what it costs to send stuff to Spain, but I know that like sometimes I'll say to her, like, that is so much money. That's a ridiculous amount of money. I mean, it's so nice, but like, God. So he gets, so he scrounges around seven euros, but the guy, of course. Can't give change. change. <laughs> so ladies, where does this money go? Do you think this in extra his pocket. money in his pocket? Well, that's what I think. But what kind of a scam are you guys running? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> just pocket, you know, anyway. Did Juan not have to sign something? Like, was there an official thing to collect the money? I don't no. know. Okay, that, I don't no. think he signed something, but they sent me a receipt. Ooh. Okay. Oh, wow. But it didn't give me any information. and I would say I'd probably send you tea, like, I don't know, three times a year? At least, if not more. And you send me an advent calendar. You send me, like, a whole box, like, big things that you would think that yeah. they would be more interested in. Yeah. Well, that's a story. I mean, that's a great story. Yeah. I, I feel bad that it cost you six I knew um, you'd feel that way have yeah. my garbage tea but <laughs> but i know but i also knew that you would probably it. like it yeah, yeah I, I like it i mean you know it's not frosted cereal or peanut butter yeah. cup or something like yeah, that but i quite that. enjoy it yeah, yeah. keep there's, sending the tea there's another package already in the mail so <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> if you owe I hope money it's an too. advent calendar <laughs> i love it and juan always participates too like it's a little thing we both have our tea every day well, because it's enough tea, like every day in the in the advent calendar, it's enough tea for two cups, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's probably safer to send it in the box because if it's just in those little containers, then they may be wondering what are you sending in the little container. Yeah, you know. Anyway, they never cared before. That's why I don't what? understand. That's why it's so strange. Is I've been doing this for years. Anyway, yeah, yeah it's it's in the mail. What a blast this yes. has been for for me especially. Yeah, I know for me too. It's been great. Hope you didn't regret it, ladies. Never, no. never. Not the first guest. I'll be the first, but not the last. I hope. I think that that will be true. That will be true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us and and chatting about uh, all things friends and uh, and and the and the WW like the the personal points plan. I think yes, that's, that's fun. I'm glad uh, I'm glad you're liking it. Yeah, and it was it's it's so good to see you. It's good to see you too, and yeah. I'm glad you get to be in Canada with your friends and your family. It's yes, thank you. I'm thrilled for you. It's so good. And I honestly am really hoping that uh, the three of you are going to, uh, before we leave Peru, come and uh, and visit uh, visit us there. So lots of space. I want to, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. lots, of, lots of space and stuff. So hopefully we can make that happen. That would be fun. I'm go out on your back. On, what yes. is it, terrace, patio, I yard? Know. What does someone call it? My South American estate or something? <laughs> yeah. It is It's nice. beautiful. Yeah. It looks beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I've never yeah. been there, but it looks great. Yeah. All right. Well, thank, thank you so much. So much. And to everyone, everyone who is listening to us, thank you for continuing to listen to us jabber on about important and not important things. Yes. Everything's yeah. important. Right. Well, it is to us. That's why we talk about <laughs> that's it. Why, that's why it's your podcast. <laughs> All right. And we'll see you next week. Okay. Well, great. Have a great week, everyone. All right. All right. Ciao. Thanks Bye. again, ladies. Bye. Bye.